his name. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We praise you this morning for this commemorative service of your birth. Without a birth, there would have been no death. Without a death, there would have been no resurrection. We thank you, Jesus, for being our Lord and our Savior. Oh God, we thank you for being our Alpha and our Omega. Thank you for what our ears have heard. Thank you for what our eyes have seen. Thank you for what our hearts have felt. And we just give you all the praise, the glory, the honor, and the adoration. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. My God, today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me uh, appropriately give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because without him, nothing. Amen. He snatched us out of hell with smoke still in our garments, put us on a street called straight. Can I get a witness? And we thank the Lord for our great, great Savior. I also want to take this opportunity to thank uh, Honorable Mayor Wright. Thank you again. Your testimony is powerful. Thank you, my brother, for being here. Amen. Uh, and I want to thank Crystal Stan, baby. Come on up here. Come on up here. Crystal Rich. Come on, baby. Amen. Uh, and you know why she's so precious? Because she came through our system, our youth department. Amen. And uh, worked in L.A., uh, ESPN. Now she's an anchor, and we are so proud of you. Amen. And you're very articulate. Isn't she articulate? Well, her mother and father stand two of my favorites. Praise God. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Come on. Now, and then we thank God for Kim. Kim, 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 Kim. Oh, Lord. Praise, uh, I'll, I'll kiss your husband when I go down there. Uh, Kim, thank God for Kim. Kim is, is such a beautiful, beautiful young lady. Amen. And we thank God for you. You're awesome. You're awesome. And you can sing. Praise the Lord. Thank God for you. And then, amen, working on his doctorate in North Carolina, our hip-hop pastor. Come on up here, man. Love you, boy. Praise the Lord. Let's see if I can get this thing together. We love you, man. And Deuce had to endure me because, uh, what year was it, 90, 89? 89, when hip-hop was really flying, he was across the street, and I was in the pulpit saying, all I'm going to hell. Amen. So we love you, man. We love you, boy. We love you. We love you. We love you. God is good. All of them are not going to hell. Uh, trust me. There's some uh, good, saved, <clears throat> not many, but saved Christians. Praise God. We thank God for you. And um, our, what can we say about our choir? Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Praise the Lord. This is Garrison Kent, all of you, thank you, amen, and our youth praise dancers, oh Lord, yes Lord, praise God for you as well, uh, uh, my heart is just filled up, I thank God for you, we got a great church, and we serve a great God, isn't that right, praise the Lord, and so we thank the Lord um, for you this morning, truly God is an awesome God, remember, and to our Angel Tree recipients, will you stand? Those that you are here for Angel Tree, will you stand? I know, in the balcony, uh, just one, two. Oh, okay, I was going to say, we're only giving two toys out. God bless you. Praise the Lord. We thank you for coming. We love you. And immediately following this service, we're going to FLC Gym. And there are five stations for you to get a plate and eat. Amen. And uh, please don't bring any duffel bags in there. And, and uh, you know, just get a plate. Just get a plate. In the name of Jesus, we love you. God is so good. <laughs> and Audrey, thank you, my love. Amen, Audrey. Praise God. We love you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Audrey is Latino. We love her. Latina. Latina, Latina, whatever. God bless you. Anyway, move right along. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thanks for straightening me out, baby. Amen. Truly, God is an 
I'm from South Philly, excuse me. God is an awesome, awesome God. This morning, we want to challenge your hearts in, um, amen, Isaiah chapter 9. Turn to Isaiah chapter 9. There's a Bible in the back of your pew. Won't be long before you, but I'm going to take my time. Isaiah chapter 9, to all of our visitors, we thank God for you. Verse 6a, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. I want to speak around the subject, God's joy ride. God's joy ride. What a text. The birth of Jesus Christ was God's call to a celebration, a visitation, and a glorification. It was a preview of prophecy. It was a program of God's purpose and a promotion of God's peace. Christmas is the coming of a seed, a confirmation of a savior, and the commission of a son. Micah, the minor prophet, calls him a ruler. Isaiah 53 calls him a ransom. And Isaiah 6, 9, or 9, 6, places emphasis on him being a reception. His birth, his background, his blessings. Isaiah chapter 9 is unique. And what mystifies me about God that God is able to give in the Old Testament revelation with no illumination. Meaning, he gives you the word, but you don't understand the word. Because God has some deep plans for prophecy. And, and, And what God does is so spectacular, he can allow the circumstances of the present to take place and randomly, listen to this, stick in prophecy that will come to pass off of the present day circumstances. That, that's what makes him God. He can, he can do whatever he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, and by, by whom he wants to do it. In fact, when you read the Bible, the Bible is a book that you must take on faith. Can I get a witness? The Bible is not logical. The Bible is only given to those who exercise faith. They they then pull in and they then learn something about the magnitude and the majesty of Almighty God. What a what a God. What a God. God 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 inserts things that we don't understand. Can I get a witness? And there, there are some things been inserted in your life you don't even understand. And things inserted in my life I don't even understand. Can I get a witness? And see, that's what makes him God. And, 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 and it's here that um, God allows in, in, in Isaiah chapter 9, the context in verse 1 is dimness and darkness because Zebulun, listen to pastor, and Naphtali are parts of Galilee where Jesus came out of. And, and, and they were going through some major captivity. The Assyrians were some bad boys. They were ruthless. They would cut off your thumbs and cut off your toes. And they would, they would burn you up on fire. And they came down as part of God's judgment in 722 B.C. under Sennacherib to take over the ten tribes in the north. And, and, and God is so deep. God said, okay, Israel, you've been disobedient, and you won't pay attention to my word. You won't pay attention to my promptings. So I'm going to allow a servant of mine called Sennacherib to come down and to put you in captivity. 
And while they're putting you in captivity, I'm going to keep my eye on your sister Judah to see if Judah will learn the lesson from your chastening. Sometimes God will chasten somebody close to you just to wake you up. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so when Judah didn't heed God's warning, then God, amen, come on now, 606, 605, and 5, 589, God, God, 586, God said Nebuchadnezzar, and he called him my servant. In fact, Nebuchadnezzar wasn't even thinking about Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar was on his way another way, and something, I said something, and that something was God, turned him around to go back towards Jerusalem and take it over. And so, child of God, he's saying in verse 1 that there's going to be a darkness coming down, present-day circumstances from the north, listen, to Samaria, listen, to Galilee, Naphtali, and Zebulun, and it's called the Assyrians. Can I get a witness? And then God gets to verse 2 and says, now let me use this platform for prophecy. So in verse 2 he says, but guess what? They're not going to stay in darkness because I'm going to send a light. <clears throat> uh, praise the name of Jesus. The light is Jesus that will come thousands of years later. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the people, verse 2, that walk in darkness will see a great light. And God establishes a prophetic message here. And then Isaiah begins, amen, to pull up this text to talk about the birth of this king. And when you get to verse 6, he begins a intense theological assertion that goes into 7a. And, 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 and so the first thing we see is the timing of our Christ, his descent, his descent, his descent. Now, now. For those of you that don't read the Bible, don't study the Bible, don't come to court, don't come to Bible study, let me try to throw something out there at you. Amen. That Jesus always was. He, he's the wasness of was. John, John says in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word. Didn't he say that? And, and, and he didn't say in the beginning was Jesus because the word Jesus means Savior. He didn't get the name Jesus until the word, Lord have mercy, became human. The eternality of God took on flesh. Do I have a witness? In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and all things were made by this wasness of was. That ought to mix you up already. And, and, and see, you got to understand the prophetics of Isaiah. And when you get to Isaiah 53, Isaiah 53, he is prophesying 700 and 45 years before it happened, and he's speaking in the past tense, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are here. Well, wait a minute. I, I don't understand. That's not logical. How can you prophesy about something coming in the future and talk about what he's already done? Because in God's mind of eternality, once God thinks it, it's done. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. The child of God. So Isaiah is talking about the timing of our Christ, his descent unto us, unto us, the entrance into the world. God enters the human race. Now, there are, there are a lot of proponents that are mixed up in their theology. And uh, praise the name of Jesus. Well, Jesus is not God. Well, you're a fool. Jesus is God. For no man can do these miracles. 
Can I get a witness? Let's God be. The reason Jesus is God is because only God can walk on water at 4 o'clock in the morning. Can I get a witness? Only God can wait till somebody's been dead four days and call them back from the dead. Can I get a witness? Only, only, Lord have mercy, only, only God can take two sardines and a piece of bread and feed 5,000 and have 12 baskets left over. Only, only, only God. Only God, only God, only God, only God can do that. You say, well, that's not too deep. Well, only God can save demons like us. Can I get a witness? For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Think about what God's done in your life. He called you when you weren't trying to be called. Kaleo is the Greek word. He called you out. Ek. He called you out of darkness and translated you into his marvelous light. Can I get a witness? How many of y'all know you was in darkness? You, 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 you was blind as a bat with sunglasses on. But God called you out. Can I get a witness? And, and, and see, when God calls you, you can't keep doing the same thing. I'm tired of that argument too. Can I get a, things I used to do, I, I don't even want to do anymore. Places I used to go, I don't even want to go anywhere. Why? Because he called me out. But pay attention to the prepositions. He never calls you out unless he calls you into something else. He never calls you from prepositions unless he calls you to something else. So he can't call you out and leave you there. Can I get a witness? Hey, y'all looking at me funny. Let me look at the clock and preach. He, he calls you out to call you in. He calls you from to call you to. Can I get a witness? That, that's the calling of Almighty God. Paul says in Galatians 4.4, don't turn, for in the fullness of time, God sent his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them from the curse of the law. What do you mean by that? Well, the word fullness denotes that everything was saturated to its fullest extent. The, li listen, the religious system was dead. Yeah, the political system was dysfunctional, and the cultural system was doomed. Christ's timing coming to the earth was not only prophetic, it was perfect timing. It was the majesty, yeah, entering a mess. It was the splendor stooping for man's sins. It was man's frustration that was replaced by God's fulfillment in the fullness of time. Christ came. What a message. He did come to Bethlehem of Ephrathah. Yeah, there are two Bethlehems. We're talking about Bethlehem of Ephrathah. Micah 6, 8. For out of thee will come a great light from the smallest insignificant city known to man. Do I have a witness? We, we see his timing. His timing is impeccable. That's why them old folks say, you know, I'm going to wait to see what the end going to be. When you walk with God long enough, you know God may not come when you want him. But he always shows up on time. He's an, he's an on time God. We, we not only see the timing of our Christ, but we see the tabernacle of our Christ. And I call this divestiture. He emptied himself. Look what it says. Uh, For unto us is the time... A child is born. His humanity, a son is given his divinity. Humanity and divinity kiss without compromise. Y'all ain't getting this. 100% man, 100% God, hypostatic union in theology. Now, right away, that's illogical to us because we've been taught that you can go 50% and 50%, which equals 100. You can't go 100%, 100%. God says, I can. He's 100% man, all perfect, fully man, and 100% God. But what is, what is the reconciling here? Well, the fact of the matter is Jesus is God. He just chose to empty out his rights 
and not use himself and not be God in his living on earth. Can I get a witness? That, that, that a child of God, he never ceased being God. But he didn't have to keep using his godly attributes. He yielded to the same Holy Spirit that we have to yield to. Isn't that right? And, 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 and so he says, unto us a child is born. That's the humanity. And unto us a son is giving. He, he's a baby born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. He's a seed of a woman, Eve. When Eve, Adam, and uh, uh, Satan was all part of this sin in the garden, Genesis chapter 3, God was handing out some chastenings. And he told Satan, here's what's going to get you. You're going back to the dust as a snake. As a snake, you're going back to the dust. But spiritually, her seed is going to destroy your seed. Her seed was Christ. He's the seed of he's the seed of Abraham. He's the seed of David. He's the son of Abraham. He's the son of David. And child of God, the word tabernacle means in, in chapter one of John, verse 14, it says, John says, and we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten Son, full of grace, full of truth. He dwelt among us. He tabernacled among us. Now look how God inserts prophecy. Exodus 25 to 33, God told uh, uh, Moses to build a tabernacle. The tabernacle was a tent. It was a temporary tent that you could put up and take down and, and carry it with you until the temple was actually erected. Are y'all getting this? Ezekiel chapter 40. The temple was erected later on, but as, as they were traveling into the promised land, God says, put up this tent and I'll send a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Remember that? Y'all don't read no Bible. Look at this. Praise the name of Jesus. Let me, let me, let me, let me deal with this. Well, the tabernacle was a tent and in the tent, everything reflected Jesus. It's called a type. Can I get a witness? There was a table of shoe bread with 12 loaves representing 12 tribes of Israel. And Jesus said, I am the bread of life. There was a lampstand that stayed lit 24 hours a day. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. There, there, there was an altar in the middle of incense, amen, in which there was intercessory prayers made. And Jesus said, I am the altar of incense. I am, yeah, your intercessor. But then once a year, the high priest, not the priest, the high priest, they tie a rope around him because if he got killed up in there, they had to pull him out. No one would dare go into the presence of God. Do you know we were not allowed into the presence of God in the Old Testament? But when you get to the New Testament, Jesus said, come boldly to the throne. He calls it a throne, a throne, throne of grace. And once a year on Yom Kippur, when they killed a man, a lamb without blemish, now, do I have a witness? And they filled the basin up with this innocent blood. And only the high priest could pull the curtain back and go once a year and sprinkle the blood seven times. And, and there, was, there, was a, yeah, yeah, there was a box back there with a lid on it. And when God uh, approved the sprinkling of the innocent blood, the lid would drop and shut the box. And God says, now your sins are shut up for one year. Do I have a witness? And that was in front of the Ark of the Covenant where the wings of the cherubims met and the presence of God was like a smoke just sitting there. Can I get away? But when you get to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 12, the writer to the Hebrews said, but this man, talking about Jesus, after he offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right-hand side of God. But wait a minute, preacher. How long was the tent up? I'm glad you asked. 33 years. Look how precise God is. How long did Jesus live? 33 years. Can I get a witness? If you think there's no connection here, you out of your military mind. Child of God, he, he is the tabernacle of God. I'm coming back to this divestiture. He, it says... 
a child is born, humanity, a son is given, divinity, amen. And then third, we see the tenacity of our Christ, his dominance, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. He's moving now towards the millennium when the government shall be the Messiah's kingdom of power. And do I have a witness? When Jesus comes back to the earth, not to the sky, when he comes back to the earth, and sets up his earthly kingdom with a rod of iron. Amen. And everyone will be forced to live right, forced to talk right, forced to walk right, because he's going to rule with a rod of iron. He's going to kill the Antichrist. He's going to kill the false prophet. He's going to tie us. He's going to bound Satan for a thousand years. And he's going to rule on earth with a rod of iron. And he's king. He's captain. He's ruler. He's righteousness. He's rightful owner. He's creator. He's creator God. He's redeemer God. And the uh, uh, he says, yeah, and the government he going to carry will be upon his shoulders. You know what the problem is in life? We don't recognize or realize who Jesus is. Because if we did, we wouldn't be worried. If we really believed who Jesus was, can I get a witness? We, we, we would change the way we live. Can I get a witness? Yeah, when, they, when they talk about he knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows when you've been bad or good. He's talking about Santa Claus, talking about God. Can I get a witness? God knows everything. God can see everything. God can see a black ant on a black hill on a black night. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Fourth, we see his titles of our Christ. Look what he says. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Do you know Jews were not allowed to say wonderful in the Old Testament? The word wonderful, Yahweh, only applies to God. There's nothing in life wonderful but God. He's wonderful. He, and, and in fact, one commentator said these names in two. He's wonderful. He's counselor. Uh, Deuce, I, I, I asked myself, what, when did Jesus counsel? I'm glad you asked why he was on earth. Every time he gave his word, he was counseling the human race. He said, search the scriptures for they speak of me. Can I get a witness? And, 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 child, and child of God, he's wonderful. He's counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the mighty God. He's the mighty God. Some people want to attack his divinity. Some people want to tell you that Jesus is not God. You don't know what you're talking about. He's all God and all man. He's man's God and God's man. Can I get a witness? He's all God. Well, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How, how can you dare say he's God? Because, amen, when he went to a wedding at Cana, and they invited him, and they ran out of wine. You know the story. And Mary, his mother, came to Jesus and said, they, they have no more wine. He said, woman, what do you want of me? Mine hour, which is the cross, has not yet come. And can I get a witness? But Jesus said, fill the water pots up with water. Can I get a witness? And when they filled them up with water, he didn't, listen, he didn't make wine. They filled them up with water, and he says, now dip the water and as you dip, the water will become wine. But it takes faith to dip. Can I get a witness? And he didn't. He didn't put his hand on the water pot. He stood there and thought wine. And water became wine. And when Jesus wants to do something, he doesn't have to come out of heaven and, and, and get a commercial on television. All he got to do is think. And it's going to happen. Can I get a witness? That's what makes him God. Can I get a witness? And child of God, you, you need to understand, he's a mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He's the father of time. Because he's eternality. Look at those names. He's the prince of peace. Yeah. When you want to take drugs or alcohol, or amphetamines to get peace, you need Jesus. Yeah. Jesus will bring real peace. Yeah. Won't he bring real peace? Yeah. Haven't you been in a whole bunch of hell yeah. and you called on his name? Yeah. 
and your hell turned to harmony? Can he give you peace? Isn't he able to change things? Isn't he able to change you? Isn't he able to change circumstances? He is the prince of peace. Mm. Look at the last thing here. Thank you, Jesus. We not only see his timing. Yeah. We not only, yeah, see a man. Thank you, G, his tabernacle. We not only see his titles and tenacity, but now we see his throne, his totality. I, yeah, he, look what it says. There shall be no end, verse 7, upon the throne of David. Thank you, Jesus. That is, somebody may ask, well, how did Jesus uh, do all this as God and man? How could God come and die in your place and in mine? Can I get a witness? See, 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 listen, let me, let me back up. Jesus, Jesus told Pilate, Pilate said, well, listen, uh, you, need to, you, you need to answer me. You haven't spoken in two days. Don't you know I have the power to let you go? And, and it's the first time Jesus looked up in two days. He said, you don't have any power. He said, whatever power you have, my father gave it to you. But I have power to lay my life down, and I have power to take it up again. Can I get a witness? And child, 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 child of God, when we start trying to reconcile all this, how can God take on man? How can God take on human flesh? How can God die when, when God neither sleeps nor slumbers? That, that's why you got to go back to Easter when Jesus was on that cross, and we call it the seven last words. Can I get a witness? Uh, Jesus, in the sixth word, he said, it is finished. That, that is, the plan of redemption is finished. I'm not finished, but it is finished. Can I, and then he said, Father, into thy hands, here it is, I'm, I'm sending back my 100% God so I can die. Y'all ain't getting this. Because if I stay on this cross as God, I'll be here forever because you can't kill God. Can I get a witness? He says, so let me dismiss myself of myself by myself. Let me dismiss myself so I can die for the sins of Raymond Maurice Gordon. He died for me. Can I get a witness? But child of God, I still have not reconciled this matter of divestiture. In 1984, when I was working in the government, came out of military in 1974, seven years, doing top secret work. Now I'm working in communications, telecommunications. And here we go. In 1984, the telephone industry was one conglomerate. It was a monopoly. AT&T owned all the long lines. Those poles you see out there was owned by AT&T. But the dial tone was owned by my bell. Y'all see where I'm going with this. And them old black phones we used to have, Mayor, T, uh, 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 Mayor Wright in our homes, it, it all, the equipment belonged one way, but the dial tone was all under one conglomerate. Can I get a witness? And so Judge Green came along and said, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do two things. Number one, uh, uh, if, listen to this, if Sprint, if AT&T Mobile, if all of these other uh, uh, cells want to get a piece of the telephone industry, we got to break up and deregulate my bell. All right. Are y'all following me? And IBM, you got a corner on the computer industry. And if other computer industries want to get involved with this race, we got to break up IBM. We got to deregulate this conglomerate. And, and yeah, I'm coming in. And so, child of God, in 1984, Judge Green, I was working for the government, Judge Green declared that my bell could not hog the telephone industry. 
Can I get a witness? So they said, well, you got the dial tone and AT&T got the long lines and we got to reconcile this so Sprint and other people can get in and MCI can get in on this thing and they can have equal distribution of the telephone industry. Are you with me? Can I get a witness? So they called that a divestiture that they had to divest within themselves, amen, and break up, deregulate the power that they had. Listen to this. I'm coming in to let others come in and benefit from the industry. Y'all see where I'm going. So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost was one conglomerate. They, they, they had a monopoly on life. And Jesus said, let me divest, let me, let me break up, let me break up the industry so I can go down and die in their place. Can I get a witness? So Jesus divested himself from himself without cease being himself. He's still God, he's still divinity, he's still humanity, but he gave his life that we may have life. He became sin who knew no sin. Oh, I wish I had a witness up in this place. He divested his rights as God. Can I get a witness? So you and I could have our names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So you and I could be saved and blood washed and blood bought and heirs and joint heirs of salvation. He divested himself. Can I get a witness? He went on to the cross. They hung him high. They stretched him out. Uh, can I get a witness? And he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And the Bible said he died. Did he die? He died. Till the sun stopped shining, he he died. Till the earth stopped reeling and rocking, he died. To a Roman centurion said, surely this was the Son of God. But Jesus got up. Did he get up with all? in his hands thank you Jesus did he get up he got up to demons start crying he got up to Satan went into hiding he got up he's our advocate he's our anointed he's our bright and morning star he's our captain he's our cornerstone he's our deliverer he's our God He's our faithful high priest. He's our glory. He's our head. He's our Jehovah. He's our joy. He's our king. He's our lamb. He's our lion. He's our Lord. He's the rose of Sharon, lily of the valley. Say yeah. He's worthy. Anywhere there. To be praised, I praise him, I exalt him, I magnify him, I glorify him. Say yeah, say yeah. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? He's not Mary's little baby. He's God. Can I get a witness? He's the God-man, and he's man's God. And when I die, he's the one I'm facing. Come into my kingdom. Welcome on in. Thy good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. Thou been faithful over a few things. Just a few. I'll make you rule over many. Can I get a witness? But if you're not saved, you're going to hell. And here's what he's going to say, be gone, get out of my sight, and burn forever in the lake of fire. The Bible says you must be born again. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed.
If you need to be saved this morning, Jesus is the Savior. If we believe that he is the Son of God, he died for your sins, was buried, and rose again, you can ask him with a repentant heart to come into your life. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Come into my life and save me. It's as simple as ABC. Admit, believe, and confess. If you want to get saved this morning, just raise your hand. Just put your hand there. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Is there one? Is there one? Perhaps you want to join the church and Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one? Hand up. Come on up. If your hand's up, come on up. Don't worry about these folk around you. They might be going to hell. Put your hand. Come on. Come on up here, darling. Come on. If your hand is up, come on up here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise his name. He's worthy. A lot of people in church are going to hell. In the pulpit, on the deacon board, on the trustee board, they're going to just, just come on up. Come on up in the name of Jesus. If your hand was raised, just step out. Pastor loves you. Come on. Come on. Praise his name. Is there another? Come on, baby. Come on. She want to come up? All right. That's all right. I ain't going to force you. Yes, I am. Come on up here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Is there another? Come on up. The Lord is good. Now listen, I'm going to bless the food, give benediction, and all the people that are here for the angel tree, I want you to come up front. Your facilitators will be up here. Listen, saints, have a Merry Christmas. It's not about how much you can buy. It's not about malls and presents. It's about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. He's the reason for the season. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your blessed Holy Spirit. Thank you for the prophecy of Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. And now, God, we ask that you would bless every family on the sound of my voice and give us a reality check that everything in life is about him. And as we yield to you, as we pray to you, as we trust you, you're going to work it out. And then, God, we pray for the food that has been prepared for the nourishment of minds and bodies. Pray for the angel tree ceremony. We thank you for this day that Jesus is the reason for this season. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's all about Jesus and not about you. God bless you. We love you. Come in the gym and eat. Don't bring no duffel bags in there. Come on in and eat. We love you. Praise the Lord. Love you. All right, boy. <laughs>